Good evening, everybody. The Common Sense American is here. And though I wanted to avoid it, because I tend to avoid the overwhelmingly popular topics just because I kind of want to talk about something else and, you know, maybe everyone else wants to talk about something else, but it's really uh, just front and center and we can't avoid it and it's the impeachment talks. And I don't want to get too far into the weeds. Um, I don't want to get too overly political. I don't want to get too... Um, I, I don't want to say abusive, because that's a word sometimes I use, and I maybe use it too often in terms of how I treat Democrats and liberals and people on the other side. And I don't intend it to be abusive, but perhaps it comes across that way. Um, but I really believe that this is something that needs to be addressed, because this is one of the most blatant, flagrant, fake attempts at an impeachment I've, I've ever seen. All you have to do is open your eyes and your ears a little and realize that this is only one, one thing. It is a desperate, desperate ploy by Democrats to get Trump out of office. That's all it is. This is desperation. And if you want proof, let me let me give it to you. Let, let's look at the let's look at the timeline. Let's look at what's happening. Let's look at what led up to this impeachment query. And you'll see it's as clear as day. Okay. Now, in recent months, what has happened? We have watched the uh, perennial front runner for the Democrats has been all years, Joe Biden. His polling has slipped. Uh, a lot to the point where he is no longer the front runner in uh, some states and in many people's minds he is certainly not a lock anymore for the democrat nomination for the presidential race in 2020. this means that there is no longer a clear-cut uh winner on the democrat side this means that there will be more and more uh infighting this means there will be more um, ambiguity. This means that Democrats are more concerned. When you don't have a clear candidate that will that everyone, you know, the majority on your side will want to back, both politicians and citizens, when you don't have that, and you are sent scrambling for, you know, a new winner, literally a year before the big election comes, you are in a bad position, and they know this. And, it, and it's worse. This is compounded by the fact that the remaining candidates are bat crap crazy. And they just seem to get crazier with every passing week. Biden, in comparison, was the moderate one. And now that he has slipped, now that it looks like he may not get this nomination, it means... That someone who is bad crap crazy will. Which also means, in turn, despite everything Democrats will tell the press, they know that that's no good. They know America will not support a crazy individual for the White House. They will not support far left. They will not support extremism. I made this point in a podcast several months ago about how liberals going so far left has been a huge boon for the Republican Party and conservatives. It is a great boost for us because in most people, in most people's heart of hearts, 
with functioning brains who are stable individuals, who are normal, they don't want extremism on any side because extremism simply doesn't work. In ask any philosophy expert, any political expert, extremism never works unless you're facing an extreme that is so dire that there's nothing, there's no other choice, okay? In this case, we have a series of far left candidates, one just more left than the other. We've got socialists and we've got, and the other ones who don't even identify as socialists may as well. They're exactly the same. They want the same things. They want, you know, healthcare for all and for illegals. They want, you know, a insane minimum wage. They're pushing the tenets of destructive socialism very hard. And if you want to know what that leads to, by all means, go and listen to one of my most popular podcasts, which was uh, done some time ago, but you'll find it. it's, it's, it's uh, I think it's called Socialism Destroying What It Means to Be Human. Listen to that if you have any uh, confusion as to what socialism really does. It's not so much about money. It's not so much about um, politics or government. This is, this is really how, how it destroys the human soul, how it destroys what humans were always meant to be and meant to do. That's what it attacks. And when that is torn down, we're left with misery and destruction and darkness. And that is what many of the Democrats on the far left want, and that is becoming clear. Furthermore, let's also not forget that the squad, right, they have become synonymous with the Democrat Party, and that is going to be a big problem. And many Democrat leaders, including Pelosi at one point, have admitted that they cannot let this happen. They cannot allow the squad to be the face of the Democrat Party. Trump himself has said, well, by all means, yeah, go right ahead. You know, let most of America identify with, uh, you know, say that the squad is very much like the Democrat Party, that they're the faces of the Democrat Party. Let it happen because it only benefits me. And it certainly does because they are as extreme as it gets. And if the majority of this country is seeing the Democrat Party as embracing those far left ideals, they are screwed. Now, all of this has happened in the past, say, three or four months about that downward slope that Biden has been on, the, the, uh, the jam-packed tightness of the Democrat candidate pool right now with no clear-cut winner, which is never good because it means that they don't, the, the majority of their party and the majority of their constituency cannot settle on something. This speaks to confusion. This speaks to a lack of leadership. And that shines through to the country. Toss in the squad, and it just gets you know more bad news for Democrats heading into 2020, right? Now look, look, look at recently, okay? Look in the past few weeks to a month, before the impeachment insanity began, we started to see many polls saying that Trump is suddenly surging. Even in swing states, key states, Democrat strongholds historically, that uh, Trump didn't quite manage to turn in 2016, though he turned a lot of them. I think he won, what, 40 states, 39 states? And 
that is a that was a warning flag. That was a big red flag for everyone on the left, saying, "How is this happening? You know, we're we're seeing surges in states and and counties that are supposed to be on our side, just a guaranteed lock for 2020, and suddenly it seems like they're not." And again, it's because of the the increasing extremism, the squad, uh, Biden falling. It's it it started to look like that they were losing their grip on 2020, any 2020 momentum that they had. Any amount that they had is gone. It was just, it just up and disappeared. And they don't know what to do. Oh, but wait, they kind of do, don't they? Because they did this before. Their reaction to Trump winning the election was to come up with the Russia conspiracy, which was a hoax. And we all know it's been proven dozens of times over. I mean, it's, that's done. That, that was obviously cooked up by the left and the far left media and pushed down everyone's throat to try and make, it be, make everyone believe that Trump is an illegitimate president. How many times that has been proven incorrect, I, I don't know. Again, we're talking dozens. But that was their reaction, right? Their reaction was to come up with a scandal. They couldn't, you know, they weren't talking about impeachment immediately, even even the stupidest of their constituency would have seen through that. So what they did was they came up with this. They needed a scandal. They need a way to, to pave the path, maybe towards impeachment. They wanted to sow the seeds of hate in the culture. They wanted to get that out there for the country, to have them choke on it for a long time. They wanted his presidency to begin with a major scandal, and that way they can always harp back on it and say, oh, look, look what he did. How many more things is he going to do? Is he even a legitimate president? Oh, no, we still don't believe that. But that steam has run out. That ran out a while ago. They can't use it anymore. They can't use it anymore to get uh, Trump followers away from him. They can't use it anymore for their constituency or their followers, most of whom have sort of given up on the rush thing, even though a lot of them still believe it. They know they can't even use it. They know it's inadmissible. There's nothing they can do because they have no evidence and never did. So that's gone. Okay, so they can't fall back on that. All right. Now, what are they going to do? Can they go after his job performance? They can't. The economy is, is doing extremely well, as it has throughout his entire tenure in the White House. The uh, jobs and available um, opportunities for everyone, including minorities, including people who have been crapped on by the Democrat Party for decades, many of whom have walked away from Democrats. And Trump's job performance and his actions are showing the Democrats that they are losing followers to him because the very people that Democrats lied to for all those decades have finally woken up and seen what is available if they just let somebody like Trump do their job. Now, he is a businessman first and a politician second, and he has made mistakes, and he can be tactless, and he can be a bully. I am aware of all of this. Okay, I really am. I wouldn't say he's the perfect leader. What I would say is that he's the perfect man for this job at this moment in time. At this time in this country's history, he's the one we need. Now, would I say that we, that he needs to be reelected? I, I say that because we can't have a Democrat in there. And that is the crux of this. A lot of people think this. Even people who are not full-on Trump fans, 
you know, whether they're independents, whether they're libertarian, even they, they know that they cannot let Democrats back in the White House. They can't, especially one of these far left nutbags, they can't let it happen. So for that reason, they'll vote for Trump, even if they don't like him. I've had people say they think, you know, he's just the lesser of two evils at this point. And they were sort of up in the air. But what the, when the Democrats went down this extreme path, that they knew they had no choice. And not voting is not an option because you're just giving the Democrats a chance. So people on the fence right now, they are leaning toward Trump. They are leaning toward, well, to go back to progress and everything that it meant, everything that America once embraced. And again, the Democrat leaders have seen this. They've seen all of this. And at this precise moment, when all of this has come to a head, all of this has become evident, even to me, who is, I'm no expert, I'm no political genius, I, I just tell you what I see. And I, like I said, I'm not the only one. There are many, many other people out there who are seeing it this way. Democrats know this. So what do they do? They do what they did before. They come up with the Russia hoax 2.0, and they get this Ukraine thing rolling. And of course, they will always have the mainstream media on their side. So they know they can use that to their advantage. Evidence is irrelevant. All they need is the accusation. And that can get things started. Then they can carefully word their polls, carefully word their headlines as they have done throughout his administration. Make it seem like he's guilty before anybody has said anything or come forward with anything and push that. If you look at the angle that is taken in the articles and headlines and polls for all the mainstream media from CNN, MSNBC, New York Times, you know, Washington Post, whatever, take a look. They're all distinctly worded to be the opposite of innocent until proven guilty. This is guilty until proven innocent. And in fact, many of them are ready to, you know, just pass judgment right now. And that's what they want. That's what they want everyone to think. They want everyone to think that Trump is guilty and that it's only a matter of time and that if, you know, if Republicans don't get in the way, justice will be served. This is what they want. This is what they need. Notice it's almost exactly a year before the next presidential election hits. Notice the timing. Notice where it is. Notice their past history of the past three years. Take it all into account. Look at the whistleblower evidence. Look at what is, has been actually factually released. Read it all. Okay. Listen to everybody. Go right ahead and try and use an objective mind. Please do not listen to the so-called journalists who are trying to infect your mind with an opinion that they should never have. Okay. Take a look at all of it, and then you will see very clearly that this was a carefully planned, orchestrated strike. Now, yes, they did need something. They needed something to sink their teeth into. They got this Ukraine thing, which is a big nothing burger. It really is. If Obama had done this, this would barely be page three news. I mean, sure, you might see a bunch of Republicans and uh, conservatives screaming about it. You might see a blow up on social media, maybe briefly. But in no way would it have reached this fervent pitch because there's really nothing there. This is one big nothing burger of a story. As most Republicans are basically saying right now. They're saying there's nothing here. This is just another cooked up scandal by the left to get at Trump and get him out before the next election comes because they know they have no hope in 2020. This is their only way of getting him out. Or they have to, quote unquote, suffer through him for another four years. And they know this. The timing is not coincidental. 
Their actions speak louder than words. Their position as a party. Here's another thing to consider, okay? The, the GOP has just been breaking fundraising records left and right. I think they just pulled in I don't know, $125 million. What was that, for the quarter, for the month or something? They've just been breaking records. You know, people have been donating like crazy, okay? The last, for the last, I think it was for the last quarter, Democrats basically only pulled in what their debt is. They're broke. Let me repeat that. Take a look at the numbers. They have a massive debt. They have an outstanding debt. The Republican Party has no debt, by the way. Let me add that. And I think they pulled in a grand total of 20-something million or something, which is nothing. In the world of politics, it's absolutely nothing. It's one-tenth of what Trump is and the GOP are, are, are raising right now. They've got nothing. They have no backers. Their fundraising efforts are nowhere. Look at all the, uh, the contenders. They are all cash-strapped. They are all begging for money. Booker just about dropped out of the race because he needed another, I don't know, measly 1.7 million just to scratch his way in and stay there. They're, they're, they're hemorrhaging money. They have been for a long time. They have debt. They're not raising enough. The candidates that they've got, even top candidates, can barely raise enough just to stay in the race, let alone get any sort of edge. Take all these factors into account, and you will see very plainly why this impeachment query is here. There's only one reason, and it's fear on the part of Democrats. It's desperation on the part of Democrats. They know they've got no shot in 2020. Every single piece of evidence that they've got, every fact, every statistic, everything is telling them that they're in trouble. I'm not saying, you know, it's a lock. I'm not saying, uh, you know one of their leaders can't suddenly make a big surge and become a odds-on favorite and capture the hearts of all the leftists on, in the country. I suppose it could happen, but it's a little late. And right now they don't have anybody. All you've got is far left nut jobs. Your only real moderate uh, candidate, which was Biden, is, looks like he has no chance now. He's too old anyway, and everyone is, has a lot of questions concerning his health. That's just the bare minimum of what his problems are. That's just the tip of the iceberg. And he was the only one who you could consider to be somewhat moderate, and he would have been the only one to have a shot against Trump on a debate stage as far as I'm concerned. He still would have lost, but he would have had some chance because at least some Americans who identify as Democrats would have said, well, I really hate Trump, and Biden's not so bad, you know? But now you're going to have a lot of Lifelong Democrats are going to say, well, okay, I don't like Trump, but good God, Democrats have nobody, and all their candidates scare the crap out of me. Even left-wingers are saying that now. Moderate left-wingers are saying that, and there's more of them than you think. The, 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 the uh, mainstream media wants you to think that there's nothing but just rabid, crazy liberals everywhere. That is not the case. A lot of people who identify as Democrat are not this far left, and they don't like to be identified as such, and they will not vote for far-left candidates. You're in trouble, Democrats. We all know it. We see it. It's obvious. This is why this impeachment query is here. This is why it's not going anywhere. Because you don't have anything. You better hope you come up with some little magic trick to pull this out and somehow manage to get Trump out of office. Because if you don't, it's over. And you know it. And now that I've exposed this little truth, I'll let the social media world jump all over me. It's perfectly fine. I don't mind. It's okay. I, I, you know, when you speak the truth, that, that tends to happen. But, anyway, 
I hope everyone has a good rest of the week. Next week, I hope to do a show that perhaps is a little less inflammatory, even though I never intended to be inflammatory. And again, Democrats are in trouble. We know why they're in trouble. We know why they cooked up this little scheme. End of story. Trump has a major advantage going into 2020. Thank you.